This is Pixel Splitters, your absolute favorite conversation movie news podcast with your hosts, Josh. The adults are going to this movie regardless of if Chris Pratt is in it. And Willis. I'm in my Futurama head now, so now I really want John DiMaggio as Donkey Kong. Join us each week as we break down the latest movie news, TV news, and general industry news and debate about what it all really means. Intellectual property and brand recognition still rules all in the world of TV and movies. And dear listener, we have got to talk about it because it is, I believe, coming to a head at this point in time, especially with a lot of the movies that are in theaters right now. Um, So that's what we're going to talk about this week. We have to talk about Star Wars Celebration, which happened in London this past weekend. And of course, we're nerds. We've got to cover the Star Wars news because there's some interesting stuff that has dropped and come out of that. Uh, We then got to talk about the Super Mario Brothers movie box office numbers because it is interesting. They're they're definitely big. Um, And connecting with that, we want to have a little bit of a discussion about actors versus voice actors because... There is a difference, although things are merging these days. You know, there are animated features that move on to live action. And what do you do with those actors and how do you best deal with that merging? And then we're going to talk about brands as movies because brands are kind of turning into movies. Like there are movies about brands nonstop these days and we'll list off a couple when we get there. But it's... It can be a little concerning, but we'll get there. We'll get there. Yeah. Before we do that, let me run through what's coming out this week. Because there's a ton hitting theaters, depending there's on where you lot, live. Yeah. Um, starting out, Mafia Mama, which I believe is Tony Collette. And she has like three movies coming out this year, none of which I'm like overly hyped about. Yeah. But I do love Tony Collette, so I don't know what to do with that, really. Um, this looks like it could be fun. I guess not not anything I'm super looking forward to but it is what it is that's hitting theater on the 14th actually all of these are hitting theaters on the 14th um we also have Nefarious which honestly looks pretty bad it's a it's a horror film to where this guy <laughs> watch the trailer he goes in and he talks to a prisoner who ha- it's it's it just looks like you're by the numbers <laughs> horror film yeah um which could could be could be for me uh we then have the Pope's Exorcist on the 14th as well we have Renfield, which, what are your thoughts on Renfield? I, <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> I, I was super on board the concept when the was first great. trailer came out, but I've since kind of cooled because I'm like, I don't know. Yeah. It seems kind of campy, but like not in a good way. Right. Campy, but not like there are fight sequences that I'm like, this is not camp. Like this is like you put a lot of time yeah. and money and energy into this. So I um, feel like it's Nicolas Cage. I feel like Nicolas Cage isn't right in this movie. Yeah. Which is odd because it, it seems to be full <laughs> Nicolas Cage and, you know, speculation, but it seems to be full Nicolas Cage, whereas the rest are not at that level of goofiness. Right. And you can't really do that. It doesn't work. I um, mean, if anyone can do it, Nick Cage can do it. Like, sure. We've seen it before. Um, but we'll see Renfield, not really on my list. Uh, we then have Susume, which is an anime property coming on the 14th and Sweetwater, which is about Nat Clifton of the Harlem Globetrotters, which I didn't know was coming. And I'm like, I like the Harlem Globetrotters. I don't know. Yeah. So 
a lot of stuff to see in theaters this week for streaming, for shows. We have It's All Right, which is a new series hitting Disney Plus on the 12th. We have Renovations hitting Disney Plus on the 12th also, which is Jeremy Renner doing renovations. So, like, go I mean, Jeremy Renner. I guess. Yeah. <laughs> I guess. Those Hawkeye checks have stopped clearing. Filmed this uh, before Pre accident. accident? Yeah. I would assume so. Um, but that's coming. We have Florida Man hitting Netflix on the 13th. We have Blind Spotting coming back for season two, hitting Stars on the 14th. We have Jane hitting Apple TV Plus on the 14th. We have The Last Thing He Told Me hitting Apple TV Plus on the 14th, with his, which is the new Jennifer Garner thriller. Yeah. Um, we have The Marvelous Mrs. Maisel coming back for season five on Prime on the 14th. Final season. Yes. Oh, really? Yes. Interesting. Okay, good to know. Um, then we have Barry coming back for which season Which is somehow four. back. Was Barry not out I like thought it was, three yeah, months ago? That's what I thought. But you know what? Here we go. Coming back for season four on HBO Max on the 16th. And then we have Waco, The Aftermath. A lot of Waco stuff happening right now. I don't know why. Yeah. Uh, hitting Showtime on the 16th. And then the only movie we have hitting streaming is uh, From Black, which is something that's up my alley, hitting Shudder on the 13th. Um, so that's what's coming. A lot of all over the place stuff this week, yeah. guys. But... Without further ado, let's talk about some IP and some brands. All right, so Star Wars Celebration 2023. I did not know this was happening, to be honest. I didn't either. It just happened and I saw the news. So I kept seeing stuff like I kept getting push notifications. I was like, oh. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Maybe it was because it happened in London this year. I don't really know. But it happened, yeah. and this, if you don't know, Star Wars Celebration is where Disney comes out, and they basically unveil all of the Lucasfilm property. Like, they do the Willow stuff, they do the Indiana Jones stuff, and of course they do the Star Wars stuff here. And really, it's just kind of like a, not like a teaser, but like a, a temperature taker, I guess, for like where they're at with all of these properties. Because they, yeah. as we know with Disney, they put a lot of stuff on the docket and then have to follow through with it. Yes. Um, so I guess we're just going to run through some of the notable stuff that we heard about. There's not that much this time around, which is weird. Yeah. Like some follow-ups. Let's so so Star Wars Celebration, I I kind of want to start here. Um they released more information about Indiana Jones and the Dial of Destiny. Yes. Um which is weird like cuz it's not Star Wars, but it is a Lucasfilm property. Yes. So Yeah. And we were texting back and forth and I was and like, I just, let's touch on this for a minute. Yeah. <laughs> Cause I think I might be hyped for this movie. Yeah. You I texted like me kinda, that exactly. Like <laughs> I kind of really rolled my eyes when this was first announced and really rolled my eyes when I saw the first trailer, but they announced another trailer or they released another trailer mm-hmm. and I'm kind of on board, man. Yeah. What changed this, for you? The de-aging CG. Yeah. <laughs> There are shots I'm like in that that I'm like, how is this not just Harrison Ford? Like, yeah, that's exactly what he looked like in the original Indiana Jones. And like, I had to remind myself that it's like de-aging. Right. And I'm like, if that CG is on that level, I'm kind of like, ooh, I could get behind an Indiana Jones movie if I think it's going to be good. And like, right. Trust James Mangold. Right. It feels weird to say, and I feel like I was burned with uh, Crystal Skull, but like... Sure, sure. I don't know, man. Yeah, I'm also pretty jazzed, and this 
this new trailer gave me a little more hope because it didn't feel as like pandering to me. Like the other trailers were very yeah. much like, oh, you know, indie, like, you know, these things, you, you kind of recognize this, this. his this. whip and like, Remember oh my this. God, yeah. you know? Um, and this felt a little bit, a little bit less like that and more like, here's what the movie is going to be like. Yeah. And the main saving grace is like James Mangold is a phenomenal, one of the better American working directors right now, um, sure. especially at IP level stuff. Like he yeah. knows his stuff and he is not afraid to make a movie that still pays homage to the stuff that he's trying to do, but is just a good movie that isn't like kind of <laughs> like put in a box by that IP. And so I'm like, yeah. if anyone's going to do a really good indie movie, it's probably James Mangold. Yeah. So, so um, we yeah. don't have to talk anymore about it, but I was like, oh, let's, let's bring it up real quick. Yeah. Because it's like indie five, dude, who, who, yeah. Like, should we, should we even be hyped for this? Probably not, but we are. Um, should we just go, I don't even know where to start here. Um, so there was talks about a new trilogy of films happening Yes, that all are directed by different people. And we'll go over those in a second. And that are going to bring Daisy Ridley back into the fold of Star Wars and give her maybe her own yes. series or just focus more on her as a character, which I think is a great idea. Because to be honest, the character of Rey, I'm kind of iffy about because of the way that they took the the route that they took her. But I yeah. thought Daisy really was phenomenal in these movies. I really thought she was good in The yeah. Force Awakens in all of those movies. So I'm like, give her a she fits like give her a shot at these films and give her something that's not like we have to retcon at the end of three movies, you know? Yeah. Yeah. Worth noting also that one of the, uh, these new trilogies is to be done by James Mangold. Exactly. Yes. Um, <laughs> yeah. Uh, one to be done by Dave Filoni, one to be done by, uh, Charmaine. Oh, geez. Oh, by uh, Chinoy. I'm not, yeah. I'm not a hundred percent on that. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> The latter of which is the one that Ray is supposed to join into. But um, yeah, yeah, I'm like, I I like the character of Ray as well. I do think that whole thing got swallowed up by the Skywalker saga ness of it all. Yeah, it will be interesting to see where these films land. Yeah, um, because I don't remember. I have I have like no concept of the sequels, <laughs> like at all. I'm like, sure. <laughs> like I remember most of the parts, I think, but yep. like I honestly I can't even think of all of the name. There's Force Awakens, Last Jedi, Last Jedi, Rise, and of, Skywalker. Rise of Skywalker. Okay, which none of those make any sense as names. Yeah. Like <laughs> yeah. Um, but like where Ray is at the end of Rise of Skywalker, I'm like I vaguely could I I couldn't tell you. Uh, I know that she's a Palpatine. <laughs> spoilers, yeah. Uh, sure, I guess <laughs> if you haven't seen Star Wars. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I think it'll be good for that character to get out of the um, shadow of the Skywalker because that's I mean. I think we're getting stronger stuff when we're getting away from the Skywalker stuff. Yeah. Um, and Star Wars yeah. for the longest time, I mean, even now, is beholden to that 
that lore. Yeah. Like every show we have is still hearkening back to the Skywalkers, and it's like I get it, but there is a whole universe here that we haven't explored. Yeah. Um. So that that gives me a lot of hope. Um. In I guess a similar vein, we get some information about the new Acolyte film, I believe it is. Yes. Which I did not know anything about prior. I, I knew that it was going to feature Jedi. I wasn't sure what, mm-hmm. you know, exactly when in the timeline it was supposed to be, who was going to be cast in it. And I'm extremely <laughs> excited for this Uh Probably the most out of all of these because, well, one, they got footage that we didn't get to see there, which is yeah. interesting, um, which I, I believe it seemed like Carrie Ann Moss was a Jedi. And I'm like, OK, Ooh. like, let's okay. freaking go. Um, they've uh, they've added Lee Jung Jae, who from Squid Game to this cast. Yeah. Manny Jacinto is in this cast. Um, like, it's kind of insane the level of talent that's working on this. And what they've said is that this film takes place, or is it a film? Hold on. Um, uh, series. Series. That's even better. Set during the time period between the High Republic and the beginning of the prequels. Exactly. Which is the, we don't know anything about, which I'm yeah. like, that's what we need to be exploring. So I heard that and I'm like, let's freaking go. I'm 100% in on this. Um, I wonder what it needs to be, though. I think Mary Elizabeth Winstead is in this. No, she's in Ahsoka. Never mind. Um, yeah. I don't know. What does this need to be? Like it's, to be successful? Well, it, like it's one of those, it's a weird thing because like we have a time period of like what is essentially peace as far as we know. Yeah. <laughs> you know, like uh, the beginning of the prequels is really when shit starts going down. Right. Um. So I don't know. Yeah. I, I really, I like, I don't know where this is going to be. Right. Um, it's kind of exciting, yeah, too, because we don't have expectation for this. Like, I'm assuming that we're going to see some really cool Jedi fights, but, like, other yeah. than that. Well, I assume, <laughs> like, given off the very little information we have, like, acolyte is usually a, like, religious term. Right. In some capacity. So the primary religion that we know about in the Star Wars universe is Jedi. So I'm like, yeah, it's probably some kind of Jedi. I don't know. I like, I, yeah. I'm like, I'm <laughs> speculating wildly here, but I it's know. not even that wild. Cause there's no active lore that I'm aware of that it's going to be based off of. Right. Shout I'm out, sure there is, but I'm like, yeah, exactly. Um, shout out Leslie Headland, who is the creator of this. And I can't wait to see what she does. She pitched it as frozen meets kill bill, which I'm like, uh, okay, okay. sure. I like both of those things. If so like, let's go going around. Like, freezing people and shattering them into a thousand pieces murdering them with the force you know it is what it is um so that's acolyte i do want to say uh andor we got a very quick little tidbit from the gilroy saying that it will debut season two in uh, august of 2024 i believe they're wrapping filming in november that's what i read um and uh season two will be the final season yes yes um which is dope it is like we know how his story ends Right. Exactly. So like it's it's one of those we don't want to be like four seasons in being like okay, but like, like we know right. it's like been like a two year period here, like Right. And I believe every three episodes is going to be a year 
in the timeline, which is also really great. I mean, they're they're mm. they're streamlining this in a way that makes sense, um, um, which is but cool. also uh, Andy Circus in it. Yes, as Kino. Yeah, which if you've seen Andor. Yeah, no spoilers, but last seen uh, on the shore. Yes. <laughs> or on the uh, on the ship. The edge of the water. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> because he can't swim. Um, but yeah, uh, Skeleton Crew. We didn't get much from this. Apparently there was a trailer that was shown. The big thing that I want to point out is that we got a list of filmmakers who are going to be directing episodes. Yeah. And it is insane. We have John Watts, David Lowry, the Daniels, Jake Schreier, Bryce Dallas Howard, and Lee Isaac Chung. Heavy hitters across the board. I mean, it's yes. kind of crazy. It's funny because I know people who know Jake Schreier. Um, yeah. My friend went on a date with him, funny enough. Uh, nice. <laughs> um, and my other friend worked on Beef with him because he directed that whole show. So um, neither nice. here nor there, but we've got some really good filmmakers working on this yeah. show. Like, let's be honest. Um, and that's kind of all I have. I know Jude Law is in this. Yeah. It's about some kids. There you go. There you go. Um, Uh, And then there's the big one. Yep. Um, There are a couple other shows that are coming. We're getting Star Wars Visions Volume Mm 2, which is a collection of shorts. I think there's nine of them this this time around. Um, And we're getting a a kid's show, which would it Young Jedi's? Yep. Young Jedi Adventures. Young Jedi Adventures uh, animated series for little, little kids. Young Um, kids. Yeah. Which is interesting because that's what Clone Wars started out of started out as and then they were right. like oh yeah. it's 30 year olds who are watching this <laughs> right uh, let's cater more towards them but um, anyway uh and then there's the big one that we got to touch on here uh yeah so we all collectively got a trailer for ahsoka which is a show yes. that has been teased long ago and we actually yes. saw her in the mandalorian spoilers for mando but we got a trailer um wasn't that boba fett was it boba fett when Boba Fett was like, we're going to be Mandalorian for two episodes, and then we went back to Boba Fett? No, because she, I actually went back and watched this. Uh, she, Din, finds her, and they go, remember, they there's like a whole episode directed by Dave Filoni where they go to like, I can't remember where it was, but she fights that lady with the Beskar spear. Oh, yes. Yeah, so yes, there was yes, a whole yes. Ahsoka episode. But anyways. Well, but then there is one in Boba Fett where Ahsoka's... She, training with Luke with Luke and, and Grogu, Grogu. Yeah, okay. yeah exactly yeah okay. so we've seen her she's um, been around portrayed by Rosario Dawson not only in the live action but also in the animated series uh, yes. which I believe she was in Clone Wars and Rebels um yeah and she's getting her fan own favorite. Sh- yeah fan favorite she's getting her own show now I am looking forward to the show but I'm saving my expectations because it is like 60 40 that these things let me down hard. So <laughs> I don't want to be like, oh, this looks amazing. I'm so excited. And then be like, sure. this sucks. Um, but I thought it looked cool. I love lightsabers. It's one of the reasons I love yeah. Star Wars. There's a lot of Jedi swinging sabers, different color sabers too, which is interesting. Mm-hmm. Mary Elizabeth Winston well, is and in not this. <laughs> even not even necessarily different color lightsabers, but like there's a red lightsaber in this that is like, not the same kind of red. It's like almost as, orange. Yeah. Yeah. As um, Sith. As like Vader's or whoever's. Yeah. Um, yeah. And then Ahsoka's with her her white ones there. Which is sick. Um, um, yeah, which is pretty dope. It is sick. So what do you, uh, are you, yeah, what do you think about this? I'm on board with this. Yeah. I'm excited. Um, 
I do like Rosario Dawson in this role. Um, I think she's, she's great. Has like a presence. Um, Ray Stevenson as well looks fantastic in this. Yes. Um, as Balon. Mm-hmm. Uh, and I like I've said this before. I don't. I haven't watched Clone Wars. I have a very very loose understanding of the lore there. Um, but I got a chill when we saw the back of Thrawn's head. I Thrawn. know. Yeah, Thrawn. Yeah. Yes. See, this, this is my level. I'm like, <laughs> is it Thrawn or Thrawn? Yeah. Um, yeah. But like, I know enough to know that that's like a big live action reveal. Yes. Um, and I am, am hyped for this. Um, Me too. I, yeah. It, it's weird because this kind of spoils the fact that like Thrawn won't be in Mando now. So it's like, okay, yeah. that's so that's the one thing I was looking forward to this season about, and it's not gonna happen. So whatever neither here nor there. But I mean, um, we don't we don't necessarily know that, but I guess it's um, true. It would be very Disney Star Wars to drop a trailer introducing a character <laughs> a week or two before <laughs> the character gets introduced in a different show. It's it is true. It's that's very Disney uh, Corp. <laughs> but uh but yeah, yeah, I'm I'm excited for this. You know, I think it's going to be an interesting point of view. Yeah. Um, I don't know. We'll yeah. see. And I like Ahsoka as a as a character. Um, yeah. But that's about it. I mean, there was some other things, small things, but that was kind of the highlights from Star Wars Celebration. Uh, we're obviously going to be watching this stuff, but it's just yeah. hard to get overly excited about some of it because. They've kind of ruined, not ruined, but screwed a lot of Star Wars up recently. So yeah, um, I mean they're they're not batting that high. You know, I'd no. be, I don't even know if I'd say that they're batting like five hundred here. Like no, uh, no, no, no. Like you know, but it's I it's, like Mando, I like Andor. Yeah, Obi Wan was fine. Was fine. Like Boba was bad. Like yeah. it's not. Uh, it's not a yeah. good track record. It's really not. Um, and to have those be the only ones in 20 years that we're like, yeah, okay, they're, they're okay. Yeah. It's not good. Well, and I'm over here like vaguely aware of what happened <laughs> in the sequels. So. I know. Um, so, uh, so yeah. Um, from one major IP to another, let's talk about the Super Mario Brothers movie a little tiny bit. You'll hear a little yes. bit more of my conversation about that in Tuned In on Sunday. But we're going to talk about... You have about, seen, I have not. Yes, I have seen at this point, Willis has not, but we're just going to run through the box office because, oh my God, this movie is obliterating the box office this weekend. And I don't know that it was ever going to not. Like, it's Super yeah. Mario Brothers. I think that by good or bad, this was going to make a ton of money. Um, but in the first... And granted, if you listen to last week's episode, you know that it released on a Wednesday. So it released yeah. last Wednesday. So over a five day period, it made three hundred and seventy seven, almost three hundred seventy eight million dollars worldwide, which is um, it's pretty good. That's yeah. uh, it's pretty good, uh, especially when the domestic was two hundred and four million dollars over five days, and two yep. three of those days were weekdays. Like, <laughs> yep. Um, that's just it's crazy. That's madness. Um. <laughs> It's it's one of those things that's like, yeah, I mean, it's one of the biggest properties in the world, even though we don't see it much on like our side of what we look at. You know, it's Super Mario. It's like I've played the last four games that have come out. You know what I mean? And I like yeah. barely play video games. Um, yeah. So like, yeah, I, I, it's it's impressive the math that it's putting out here. Um, 
It is. But it looks fun. Like we were saying in Tuned In last week, it's like, you know, I, it, it won me over. Like I'm like, I'm excited for it. It might not have been tuned in, but yeah, uh, I'm like, it. I was skeptical to start and it kind of won me over with how it looks and how it seems to tie in. And I don't know if you want to talk more, see, have <laughs> seen, seen it, but <laughs> yeah, I mean, and I guess that's, that's what it is. It's, it is exactly what you think it's going to be. It's no more. It's no less. Kids are going to love it because it's simple and it's funny and it has humor for everyone involved, but it also doesn't require anything from you. Like everybody knows yeah. you just have to know the iconography of Mario and then you're good. Like if you, even if you didn't know, you might be like, oh, this is kind of a fun little romp of, you know, it's an, it's a kid's, it's really, it's a kid's yeah. movie. And that's what it's saving grace is. Um, and I mean, I think this shows us a couple of things. Like one kids still love going to the movie theater. If they can get mm -hmm. a good movie, that's there um, Two, these enormous massive ip brand oriented films can do well if they're marketed correctly and if they're mm -hmm. understanding of what they're trying to accomplish which is not making lawrence of arabia yeah. it's you're making a <laughs> fucking super mario brothers movie like yeah that's what it was full stop and i guess the fact that video game adaptations can work as long as you know what you're doing Last yeah. of Us, Mario, two very different games with two very different shows and movies that do yeah. a different thing. And they both work. <laughs> yeah. And well, and I'll put, I, like, I feel like Sonic kind of paved mm -hmm. the way for this. And like Sonic kind of like was going down the wrong path with mm -hmm. that and then got course corrected. And I feel like we're still on that road that it got course corrected too. Um, I think the lessons were hard learned, but like, yeah, sure. I, like, you know. I, these, like you're saying, these things can be good. Yeah. Um, it just needs to know what it is. Exactly. It needs to have an identity and you need to put love and care into a product and then you get something that's worth sitting down for in the theater. Yeah. Um, not the greatest movie of all time, not the worst. It's, it's literally what you want it to be. Um, and I will say this is the highest grossing debut both domestically and worldwide for 2023, which is just yeah. amazing because I mean, we've had the, a couple third, Marvel I think movies. it's the yeah I think it's the third highest grossing film of the year so far yeah already mm -hmm. uh, and it's only a couple yeah. million behind Ant-Man which is number two right um Avatar is number one so like sure you know you know let's chase it to that two billion mark but <laughs> right exactly um, I want to say something just kind of a little bit off topic here but before this movie, there was a trailer for a movie that I can't even remember what it was called now, but it was by Illumination. And uh, um, yeah, with the ducks. Yes, with the ducks. Yeah. The teaser was literally five seconds, but the trailer was two minutes because two minutes of it was Illumination just saying we're Illumination and like, yeah. here's Despicable Me. They had clips from the Super Mario Brothers movie. I was like, yeah. we're in the theater to watch this right now. And you're saying that, like, we're the studio behind the movie you're about to watch right now. Like, I just thought that was I, the weirdest I, shit I I'd ever that, seen. That came out on YouTube, too. And I remember watching it and being like, Illumination, are you okay? And I was like, what the hell? <laughs> like, it was, what is it? It's Despicable Me, The Secret Lives of Pets. Sing. Sing. And then Mario. It's like, they don't and have then, many films. Yeah. And under their belt. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Um, but I was like, like illumination, what? like we know who you are, like 
that's one of the words that the minions can say. Literally. The Illumination logo graphic is a minion now. Yeah. It's so, it was so weird. It was so, that was bizarre. Um, Yeah. What was the name of that movie? I I don't even know because I was so taken aback. I was like, what did I just I feel like it's like migration or something. It's about Um, like animals migrating. But again, I didn't get anything from the teaser because I was staring at this teat trailer for the rest of the movies that have already come out. Like... (laughs) Yeah, my, okay, migration. I was right. Yeah, yeah. See, I couldn't even remember the name of that freaking thing. Um, yeah. Oh, and the Grinch was in there too. Oh I yeah. Found the trailer now. Um, yep. But it's like, yeah, like illumination. You're fine, guys. Like you you're fine. Multi-billion-dollar movies under your belt. You're good. Yeah. And now you're about to have another, maybe not a billion dollars, but a massive, massive. I feel swing. like Mario hit a, hit a billion. It's very possible. I yeah. feel like Mario will be around for a while. I think you're right. Yeah. <laughs> oh, good God. Um, well, you know, since we're talking about Mario, who is, it was an animated film, by the way, fully voice acted. Um, let's talk about, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, let's talk about voice actors versus actors, because yes. at this point in time, we have some films, properties, TV shows that are going between the mediums, going between live action and uh, and animated. And that can pose some issues, but it can also pose some kind of freedom for them to do what they need to do. Yeah. But it's it's weird because there's so a couple questions. Yeah. Yeah. So I feel like Super Mario has become kind of the perfect catalyst to have this conversation. Yeah. Um, and I'm saying a lot of stuff here. Please bear in mind that I haven't seen this movie, so a lot of it is what I'm hearing. But keep me honest here, Josh. Of course. Um, so it's it's turning into this kind of perfect film to have this conversation around because all the conversation we're hearing is that Jack Black is incredible in this movie as Bowser. Um, yeah. Is completely, like, becomes the character, has a very animated style and a very, like, unrecognizable kind of performance. Um, whereas Chris Pratt is kind of, from what I'm hearing in the middle kind of thing, like fine, not great, not he's, bad. Yeah, he's fine. You not know. distracting, um, but fine. And then there's Anna Taylor joy who I've heard is just kind of like reading and Charlie there's day. No, who's like reading. And Charlie, yeah. <laughs> yeah. And like, yeah. And, do, and I'm, even Seth Rogen is just Seth reading. Rogen. Yeah. Like I'm like, yeah. you know, um, so the question, the debate becomes is like, what is the merit of having a recognizable name actor versus a voice actor, which yeah. is, I think we can say off the top here, a different set of skills. Definitely. 100%. And like a set of skills that Jack Black has in his bag. Yes. Has done it before. You know, multiple has times. Has done it before. <laughs> and like, I like, you know, to be fair, like Chris Pratt has as well, like he was great in the Lego movie. Like, you know, but he's, yeah, he yeah. has a thing, you know, um, but he was doing his Chris Pratt thing. Like, <laughs> yeah, but like, so it's a very different set of skills. So like, why not bring some top tier voice talent into this movie? Yeah. As opposed to a full on star studded cast. Right. That's kind of the question. Yeah. Or even, I mean, like there are top tier A-list actors, a la Jack Black, who like could be a better fit, I guess, than the others. Definitely. I feel like in my mind, I'm harping on Anna Tyler Joy 
Like, why is she... Anya Taylor-Joy. Anya? What did I say? I thought you said Anna. I was like, oh, no. Oh. <laughs> oh. oh, now I'm going to be all in my head about it. <laughs> well, uh, regardless. Anya Taylor-Joy. I, I feel like in my head I'm harping on her because she is a very, very hot actress right now mm-hmm. um, in terms of, like, sizzle. Yeah. You know? Yeah. Um, and having her name in the movie is arguably drawing people in. Sure. But if it's a flat, bad performance, like what is like, why are we doing that? Yeah. And I don't know. It's interesting because while I don't think her performance was bad, I don't think Pratt's or Charlie Day's performances or Seth Rogen's, I think that they all did what they were quote unquote supposed to do. Mm hmm. Like, I didn't go to the Mario. I'm like, I'm wondering who was drawn in by the fact that Anya Taylor-Joy was... Was Peach. Was Peach. Because I'm like, I don't really care who's playing these voices. Like, in my mind, it's an animated movie. Like, as long as they are good. Like, and that's where I'm like, where's the draw come from by saying, like, Chris Pratt is Mario? I'm like, yeah, but, like, who cares? Like, it doesn't really add anything if I know it's Chris Pratt. Like, it just, if he does a great voice... (laughs) If it's a kid's movie, they don't know like, who Anya a 10 year old super doesn't care. You know? Yeah. Yeah. It's like, have you seen The Witch? No. It's like, no, you don't know who <laughs> Anya Taylor Joy is. So, um, yeah. And even Charlie Day, I'm like, do kids watch Always Sunny? Like, I don't really know if any yeah. of this makes any difference. And now, maybe the fact that they didn't have to do much in terms of their performance mm-hmm. made it okay. Because Bowser was the only real, like, I've got to do something with this. But I guess they all could have done something to heighten it. But, like, it. yeah, like, that's the thing is, like, I don't think at all that Bowser is the only one who really had to do something. Like, they're all Mario characters. Like, <laughs> yeah, like, it's Mario. Like, you know, and there's something to be said for, like, yeah, you can't do, like, the full on, like, Italian, it's a me. Like, that would get, it would be terrible. Pretty yeah. quick. <laughs> Let's go. And I guess there's not really a, a back catalog of like peach performances or anything like that. But like, why not have like um, Katie Siegel or Katie Seagal? Sorry. Oh, yeah. Uh, you know, or like, um, see, this is the sad part is like, I don't even have any other uh, voice actors, major female va- voice actors. But like, why not? Like, what what are you gaining by having? On a target. Oh, see, now I'm in my head about it. It's okay. It's Anya. <laughs> it is. Anya Taylor Joy. Uh now you have Anya Taylor Joy in it. Like that's it seems like, and we've said this before about stuff, it seems like a thing that everyone's saying is really important in the boardroom. Mm, yeah. That I think probably just doesn't translate down. But there's not a metric as to why not say, well, that you can point to and say, see, that didn't do shit. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like if they had had Chris Pratt and Jack Black, I think that's enough star power. And like that's two names at the top of the thing. Who cares what the rest of the thing is? Yeah. Um, I'm uh, I'm in my Futurama head now. So now I really want John DiMaggio as donkey kong oh dude because that would have been incredible it would have um, worked to come back we've i'm kind of spiraling <laughs> here but like there's something to be said for a person that's going to put a performative affectation on a character 
that's going to elevate the role to, regardless of what's involved in it, you know? Exactly. And I think that's what we're missing is the elevation of these things. And, and maybe the fact that like the ensemble has become too important and I, and I love an ensemble cast. Don't get me wrong. Um, we've got a whole host of them coming this year, but being able to have that title card in the middle of the trailer being like, boom, 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 boom. And I'm like, I don't even know. First of all, shout out to Keegan Michael Key. He also acted his ass off in this movie as Toad. Like he, I did not know that was key. Like really, did sure. No, yeah. Well, he, he was one of the names that I was like, yeah. you know what? Like <laughs> he he's got. It. He has that affectation. Yeah. Yeah, he absolutely nailed it. But at no point was I like, ah, you know what? I wish that like I got more Charlie Day in this Luigi. Like I just, yeah. If it's a good movie. Like the performances will speak for themselves. And I think that especially with a movie that's pointing at children, you yeah. do not need to. The adults are going to this movie regardless of if Chris Pratt is in it because they're taking their yeah. kids to it. Like you don't. And I'm not going to sit there being like, oh, thank God Chris Pratt is here. Like I'm now yeah. I get to watch a movie. Like, no, like it's yeah. not. So um, I don't know why that is, though. I don't know why there's that. We need to get a famous person for this role when. I mean, there are some good famous voice actors, but these For leading sure. people, I'm like, they're not doing anything in this movie. That's like, it's Chris Pratt with like slightly Brooklyn accent, I guess. But like, yeah, you know, nothing. Out, well, it's out- interesting. Landish. I'm thinking of like uh, Charlie Day here. Like, I guess he was also in the Lego movie. So there's that. But like, he, oh, yeah, uh, yeah, he like if you were casting this. Like he has that kind of reputation, I'd say, of like, oh, he probably can do that big effect. Like his voice and his just like energy is like big and performative and all that kind of stuff. Like right. that makes sense as like a bet of like Charlie Day could probably pull off a really good voice actor totally. performance. You know, totally. Whereas like like that's an argument that could be made. I'm like, I could convince people of that. Sure. You know? And maybe that just didn't pan out. Um, well, he was fine. Like nobody was yeah. bad. Like that's the main thing is like no one was bad in this movie. But I didn't leave going like, "Whoa, who was that voice actor?" Like if yeah. you watch The Incredibles, you're like, "Who are are these people?" Like, "Oh my yeah. god, this is amazing!" And I just didn't get that, especially. And then you know it's Charlie Day and Chris Pratt. It's it's actually take it's actually detracting from it. Yeah, because like Pixar movies, are they ever sold on the voice actors? No. Well, I mean, uh, Tom Hanks. Yeah, but were they Tom sold and, uh, as Tom Hanks and Tim Allen are these two? True. Probably. Yeah. Yeah. I hear you. Like, I feel like no. So um, I don't I'm know. Like running through my head. I'm like, maybe Amy Poehler in uh, Inside Out. But I mean, like. Maybe. I mean, there are big actors in Pixar movies. That's not. Sure. Yeah, but, yeah, yeah. but like it was not marketed on. Boom, 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 boom. Like, look at all these yeah. people in here. Because there are Which, legends in Toy Story, but. Yeah. You said something earlier that, like, is is actually interesting. It's like, are we in a. um, Sorry, that's kind of a dick saying. You said something earlier that was interesting. <laughs> Some random uh, thing. <laughs> it's an interesting thing of, are we in a time period now where it is all about that ensemble cast? Um, Because I've said before, I'm like, I don't. I'm not really impressed by an ensemble anymore. No. You know, like it's cool to see. Yeah. Um, but it's something that's become, and I don't know what the filmmaking side of this is, but like doable. Totally. You know what I mean? If you're shooting for six weeks and you've got to have 
you know, this person for three days, that person for two days, this person for four days. Like it's it works a more possible kind of thing. Right. But like, are we getting to the point? And it's weird to like have this realization and then be like, well, are we already getting past it? Where like these ensembles are being put together for the sake of having an ensemble. Oh. And not because it's what the what the, what film. the movie entails. Yeah. Yeah. And this year is no slouch. We've got Barbie, Oppenheimer, Killers of the Flower Moon, Asteroid City, like massive yeah. every character is a main is an A-lister type of film. So yeah. I guess we'll kind of see if that's the case and being like, eh, this person didn't really need to be in this role. We could have had someone better, you know. Yeah. Um yeah, it's interesting where we're at right now um because the ensemble is kind of ruling everything but i also think that like with an animated film it doesn't really matter quite as much yeah like that is that one of the things that's just like that's what the general consensus is and it just spilled over into an animated thing yeah right exactly so we'll see i mean mario brothers is definitely not the worst movie i've seen all year so take that with what you've got um and talk about things that can expand into anything. Definitely talking about things that can expand into anything. Um, brands are now becoming straight up movies. And whether that be like a major brand of something like Nike or like a small subsidiary of a brand like Mario or Dungeons and Dragons or Tetris or or what have you. Yeah. This has kind of become and really recently in the last year like the go-to for a lot of these companies is like, let's just go through the archives and see what we can pull out. Yeah. Which if done right, I don't have a problem with. However, a lot of it's not done right. So there is an issue to be had there, but is this a problem? Like, are we too into the consumer culture to be like, yeah, we'll have a Blackberry movie and a Tetris movie and an Air Jordan movie and you know, all coming at the same time. It's interesting. Yeah. I mean, we're definitely in a period right now that's like about like the corporate guy. Yeah. I mean, I think Air, Tetris and Blackberry are all very much in that. Like here is like guy that did a business thing. Yeah. Docudrama. Um, yeah. <laughs> yeah. The The interesting thing is that it's like I feel like we've always kind of had this to a degree, mm. but it's been one or two steps removed. Mm. Um, I'm trying to come up with like a good example here of like, you know, something that's like, yeah, this is like the story of this corporation, but like, it's not about the corporation. It's about this character and their life and their kind of uh. thing like this. But it's like, I, I'm thinking of, and it's kind of working in my head, but I'm thinking of the founder. Yeah. Keaton? Which is like about McDonald's, like about McDonald's. Sure. Um, and I can think, I think we could almost fold this into that same kind of thing, but like it's about McDonald's, but it's also about the guy. Yeah. You know, and now we're getting to the point that it's like, yeah, the founder's not a good example for what I'm trying to articulate here, but we're getting to a point where it's like, we're not trying to hide the fact that we're just making these movies about these corporations. Mm-hmm straight up calling them tetris like (laughs) yeah yeah and it's about the founding of the tetris like yeah yeah spoilers but like that's the end (laughs) thing is like went on to found the tetris corporation you're like right yeah it's it's an interesting thing that i'm like i mean is this like kind of just where capitalism inevitably takes us you know where it's like yeah we just start talking about the companies 
Right. And it's weird because the more I think about this, the more I keep trying to come up with examples. And the more I'm just like, well, no, that's like the that's what it is, you know? Yeah. Like and the I'm, founder or. Um, I mean, like I think of the social network as being more about yeah. like those two guys versus Facebook itself, although it is about yeah. the creation of Facebook. Um, or Jobs was the other one I had in my head where it's like it's mm. about Steve Jobs, but it's, but it's ab- about Apple, about you know? Apple, <laughs> you know. Um, yeah. So we've gotten away, I guess, from the. Well, maybe we haven't even because I'm like Tetris is about the guy. Yeah. And I think I, Blackberry I see, is, too. Yeah. And I think Air is too um yeah yeah but i mean you have to have a character to to centrally make the movie about you know absolutely but the, i'll i'll say this here's here's what it is with the founder and jobs mm-hmm. um and the social network the characters that are focused on here are large notable characters sure ray crock zuckerberg Steve Jobs, like these are like larger than life impact on history and society kind of characters. Whereas like something with like air is like, yeah, I don't know what the main character. Yeah. You don't know Sonny Vaccaro. Like you just don't. Yeah. Or the Blackberry guy. I'm like, I'm not going to air. I don't want to know about the guy. I want to know about Air Jordans. Right. The creation of the shoe itself. Yeah. 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 So we're not even, it's not so much that we're at the Here's what it is. It's not so much that we're at the company, we're at the product. Yes. We've dialed it into a, a product. Thing. Yeah. Yes. It's the difference between jobs and iPhone. It's true. You know. Yeah. And is that a problem? I mean, I guess it's kind of the natural progression of this thing where it's like, you know, you have what what else can you do with it? Like you can only tell stories about companies that people know. Because yeah. if not, there's no recognition there for there to be a brand recognition. And then once you've passed that, well, what do you do? You start dialing into specific points. And if the story of the company is not interesting, which some of these just aren't, which is why we haven't seen anything. Like Facebook sure. is a very specific, very specific, tumultuous, like, you know, yeah, exploitative kind of story. And just a lot of these might not have that. But I don't know if this is a bad thing because we're going to well, run out of these very fast. <laughs> so maybe I like mm. think off the top of your head how many products are out there and how many of them must have like insanely tumultuous like beginnings. That's you know? true. The thing that I'm at right now is like and I haven't seen Blackberry or Air, but like from what I haven't heard anything about Blackberry. I'll put that. Out I haven't there. heard anything. Um, Tetris and Air are intriguing stories yeah and they're being made on like a high filmmaking level yes you know what i mean so i'm like to to make the parallel between the the superhero genre like we're in the age right now of like the original x-men and the original spider-man and like spider-man 2 and like you know, all that kind of stuff. And like uh, these product stories, we could get to the point where it's like, here comes Fantastic Four Rise of the Silver Surfer. And it's like, <laughs> like, yeah, I, I don't even have like an example, you know, like the creation of the bobblehead or something. And it's like one day I had like a action figure and its head was loose. And I was like, oh, oh my God, that's a terrible story. <laughs> um, but like, or oh, what was. Yes. Okay. There was a movie that came out in 2008 
uh, with Greg Kinnear called Flash of Genius. Oh, God. Uh, that is the story of the man who invented the intermittent windshield wiper. Good God. And it's literally about like him taking on Detroit automakers who like stole his idea and all that stuff. And it's just like at its center, <laughs> it's about windshield wipers. And you're like, I don't. I just don't care. I don't care. I mean, and like, I, I'm pretty sure I saw this movie. I like it has made no lasting impression on me until yeah. I was like, oh, this. Right. Um, it's even worse. Yeah. But like, that's the kind of thing is we're going to start getting strapped for these and we're going to get to the point where it's like, uh, you know, these stories aren't that <laughs> interesting and no, no legitimate filmmaker wants to like make them, you know. Right. And I think it's notable that Tetris was made by Apple and Air was produced by Amazon Prime. So it's like yeah. there is like big corporations making movies about big corporations, maybe in hopes that mm. one day there'll be something made about Amazon. I mean, there's been stuff made yeah. about Apple, but, you know, um, I mean, Bezos is one of those larger than life characters that we were talking about earlier. Quite I'm literally. amazed we haven't gotten a Bezos movie yet. I know. I've, dude, yeah. I, I bet you they're waiting for something truly unbelievable to happen with his life to be like, here <laughs> yeah. we go. Here's yeah. the, here we yeah. go. Same thing with Elon. It's like there's a bunch of these like quote unquote like genius gods that have just like yeah. graced us with their presence. And it's like, well, it, it might also be because they're not favorable movies and these guys are like, nah, like, <laughs> yeah, like you can't make a movie about me because do you need well, permission? And- like, I don't even know. Yeah, well, and, like, that's the kind of thing, too, is, like, these things are being made with a positive spin at this point. Like, Tetris is inarguably, like, a positive movie and a, like, you know, capitalism versus Soviets, right. like, <laughs> face-off, you know, and, you know. Right. Same with uh, Air. It's like, oh, yay, yeah. and even though Sonny Vaccaro is, like, not a good, great person in real life, we're like, yeah, dude, you did it. It's yeah. like, you know. Underdog kind of thing. And like, yeah, I don't think we could make an Elon Musk. No, know, underdog. You know, Twitter movie or, you know, Tesla movie or something like that. Um, True. Maybe it has to be relegated to these people who aren't, like, you couldn't do a Bezos movie. He's too in the spotlight. Yeah. Like, Elon's too in the spotlight. Like, I don't know. Well, I feel like we got to think back a little bit here because I'm like, all the ones that we've listed off thus far, like, you know, Ray Kroc, Steve Jobs, Mark Zuckerberg. True. Are not the, what's the guy who's invented Tetris? I keep talking about it. I'm I like, don't know. <laughs> uh, I couldn't even venture a guess. Hank Rogers. Um, oh, okay. H-E-N-K. Uh, oh. Hank Rogers. Um, like, these are not current big names. Right. You know? Um, so, like, maybe we have to think of, like, things like this from the 90s yeah or the early aughts to like we land on something that's new true um, give it 20 years we'll see yeah yeah mm. um but i don't think i think it's just like an interesting genre that's appearing mm-hmm. um that i think no genre inherently is good or bad yeah it has to do with like what's <laughs> what's created well sure <laughs> if it's a good movie it's a good movie yeah but I don't know. I mean, I would like I'm I really enjoyed Tetris. So I'm like kind of into the Tetris corner right now in terms of like defending this thing. Like, I don't know. I'm like, yeah, um, there is an alarmingness to the capitalism of it all. Yeah. Of like Amazon just saying, let's make an Amazon movie. Right. Um, and I definitely rolled my eyes hard when they first announced the Facebook movie. Oh, yeah. It um, turned into the social network. And I was like, 
turn into okay. the best movie of the year, yeah, or the yeah. best movie of the decade. <laughs> but like that's the thing is like, it's Fincher. Yeah, done right. You get the right like, people, Sorkin and Fincher you know. and Eisenberg, and you get a um, masterpiece. Yeah, and I mean, we could even argue the same thing for Super Mario. There is like, I think we all went. <sighs> yeah, but like, if it's done well enough, then it's like, you know, it's sure okay. Yeah, I'm not going to deny yeah. a ba- a good movie the status of good yeah. movie. You know, um, yeah. I don't know, man. It's weird. With these brand movies, I I don't have a big issue with it. And I will also say that I did enjoy Air. I thought it was a very entertaining film. Not the greatest movie of all time, but definitely didn't feel like I wasted my time and I enjoyed myself. But you do feel like, why am I rooting for Nike of all people? Like, it just doesn't jive with the way that the world works now, where we're not like corporates corporate like corporations we're trying to move away from and we're like yeah. yeah but also you know they do this great there's thing. a there's a scene in tetris where like nintendo swoops in and he's like uh, i need your i need you guys on a plane to russia with me with your checkbooks <laughs> and it's like we're nintendo and i'm like all right okay. <laughs> there you go sure. uh, uh, <laughs> but uh i don't know yeah i'm not inherently opposed to it I, i'm I will have zero interest in the things that don't work for this. So it's going to be a very like up yeah. or down kind of thing. Um, yeah. What do we call this genre? That's like emerging product genre. The product Ooh, movies. The product movies. Is I that like what it. it is. Yeah. Because even, even the websites and, and services that people render, it's like, yeah. that is still a product. Like Facebook is a product. Um, yeah. Yeah. Pro- the product genre. <laughs> Which like, I mean, like think of shark tank like every product oh, dude. has like the you know give me a give me a scrub daddy uh movie yes and that's what we come back to i think we can end it on this i don't care what's made as long as it's good yeah that's it it just has to be and, a good movie and we will know hands down when something is made because someone cares about telling the story and something's made because they're like, we want to raise sales of this item. Exactly. So we're going to put out like, <laughs> yeah, I don't know. Yeah, it's true. A Tesla movie. Exactly. Ex- Dude. Yeah. I'm not, we're not even going to go there right now. Yeah. We're not going to go there. Um, But yeah, I think, um, I think that'll do it for all the brand and IP and franchise talk <sighs> today, folks. There's a lot of it, but we're inundated. There's a yeah. lot of this stuff going around, and it's a lot of the popular films and TV series tend to be kind of circulating this kind of uh, stratosphere, I guess. But yeah, um, but yeah, should we talk about some recommendations here? Yeah, to keep on theme with brand to recognition. Keep on theme, <laughs> yeah. So, like we always do, we come up with these basically like seven hours in advance of the podcast, which is good. It keeps us on our toes. Yeah, yeah. But I thought, why not make our recommendation a movie that is based off of or, I guess, takes liberties with a brand. Basically something that is relying on brand recognition as like its main driver. Yeah. I think I think that makes sense. Yeah. Um, or where at least where brand recognition is at play. Yes. In the marketing of the movie. Exactly. Um, do you want to go first or do you want me to? Whatever you want to do, man, you make the call. <laughs> you know what? I'm going to go first this week. All Why right. not? 
Um, I'm gonna recommend a movie, and this is this this is gonna be so on brand for me. I wonder if people are gonna guess what movie I'm gonna recommend here. Mm. Uh, I'm gonna recommend Mike Flanagan's Ouija sequel, which is Ouija Origins <laughs> of Evil, uh, which is literally based off of the Hasbro Ouija boards. Like that is what comes up before you watch Ouija and Ouija Origin of Evil is like Ouija Hasbro the, the board, which is so funny because to be quite honest. Ouija Origin of e- of Evil is a really solid haunted house movie. And Mike Flanagan, really? like, he's one of the more consistent filmmakers, horror filmmakers of this generation. He did uh, Doctor Sleep. He did the uh, Midnight Mass. He did, he's done The Haunting of Hill House and Bly Manor. He is, like, one of those dudes who I trust with this stuff. And honestly... Ouija Origin Origin of Evil is not the greatest movie of all time, but it's way better than the first one. And it mm-hmm. is genuinely like kind of scary. Like there are moments, especially towards uh, the final third of this film, that had me mm-hmm. like, oh, okay. Like I don't cover my eyes very much, but there are imagery. Yeah. There's imagery in this film that I'm like, oh, okay. You know, they're, they're, I don't really need to see that at 11 p.m. at night. Um, yeah. The script is good. The scares are good. The VFX, which aren't super prevalent, are really good. The acting is solid, and it features some absolutely terrifying little children, which I absolutely love in these movies because it's a it's a quick kind of like pressure point for me to be like, this is scary, like it's yeah. creepy little child, and yeah, it's on Netflix, so check it out. It's like you got no stakes; everyone has Netflix. We already know it. So, yeah. uh, <laughs> Ouija Origin nice. of Evil, the sequel to Ouija, uh, is now, my pick. Do you feel like this was a script that was written? And then they were like, let's make this a Ouija movie. I think the first one was, yes. Yeah. This one, I think they're like, the first one did some numbers. Mike Flanagan, come in here and make a good one. And <laughs> All right. and he did. So, uh, yeah. Nice. <laughs> um, and what is your recommendation this week, Willis? Uh, so mine is a movie that like, as I'm looking at the IMDb here, is like weirdly pertinent with like our entire conversation today. Love it. Um. I'm going to qualify this as a uh, a product movie Ooh. now, and it is 2019's Ford versus Ferrari. Yes. Damon uh, all the Ford way. Versus, <laughs> Ford versus Ferrari. Matt Damon, a la who is now in air and also directed by James, James Mangold, Mangold, which we like started this, this uh, episode with talking about Indiana Jones. Yeah. This movie is all about it's like two namesake cars. Yeah. Like, you know what I mean? Like, Matt Damon and Christian Bale are in this, and they're both really good in it. Yeah. Um, John Berthenal, too, is also, like, really good in it. He has Iacocca. <laughs> yeah, has <laughs> Lee Iacocca. Which, like, um, what? <laughs> but, uh, like, the cars are what you remember from this movie. It's all about the cars, you know? Like, it's all about the driving and all that kind of stuff. It is weirdly um, kind of like what we were saying in that earlier thing where it's like, it's about the people involved. It's yeah. about Carol Shelby and Ken miles and their yeah. race kind of thing. Yeah. Um, but it's like, that's the interesting story. That's like, so intertwined with the, uh, uh, what's even the name of the car? I don't remember now. The, the, the Shelby. Shelby Mustang. Yeah, yeah. 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 Um, and just like what it can do and all that kind of stuff. I, yeah. I love this movie. It's it like rips, dude. Um, it's it's James Mangold upping his game for sure. Yes. Um, and proving that he can work with like top, top A-list talent because you don't get much higher on that list than 
No. Ben Affleck in. No, not Ben Affleck. Then Matt Damon and Christian Bale. Yes. And in a movie uh, that is genuinely super compelling and really well made. And yeah. it's funny too, because like Air, it's another overdog being the overdog. It's like Ford was not nobody at this time. <laughs> yeah. period. This is, they just wanted to also be in this lane. And I'm like, fine. Yeah. You know, if it's a good fucking movie, let it be. And Ford Rock V Ferrari and yeah. slaps, dude. This movie rips. Yeah. That's a, yeah. It's a good one. Yeah, I love this movie. Yeah, it's um, really good. <laughs> I want to go watch this movie again. <laughs> Me too. Um, speaking of, actually, even we're getting Ferrari later uh, later this year. Yeah, right? Michael from, Mann, um, Adam Driver from Michael Mann. Yeah, yeah. Um, there's a. It's gonna be another. It's gonna be another product uh, product genre film. I know. Well, I like this. I'm gonna grab onto this. Yes. And... <laughs> I wish uh, I was like a writer for like some kind of like indie wire or something like dude, that, and I'd be like I. Put that shit out there. We can have our own indie wire. It's true. We can literally build our own indie wire. This is this folks coming soon. Speaking of which, <laughs> yes. Uh you can now find our podcast at pixelsplitters.com. Yes. I don't know why we haven't done that earlier. I think we did originally look and it wasn't available, but it became yeah. available, so we bought it. There we go. Um, we have it now. Yes. So pixelsplitters.com. That's us. Yep. You can find all of the podcast episodes, all the tuned in. Um, but if you don't use the internet and prefer social media, I guess. Yeah. Uh, Josh, where can people find you? You can find me on Twitter at Josh Fuller 33 Fuller spelled with no E. You can also find me on letterboxd and Instagram at Josh J Fuller. And where can people find you Willis? Uh, you can find me on the internet on, uh, Instagram on Twitter and on letterboxd. Oh man. Now I'm all up in my head. Yeah. That was me. Sorry. Uh, yeah. <laughs> uh, you can find me on the internet, on Instagram, on Twitter, on Letterboxd, at Willis Film. And uh, if you want to find the podcast, you can find us on pixelsplitters.com or you can find us on Instagram at pixelsplitters, on Twitter at pixelsplitpod, or on Letterboxd at pixelsplitters, where you can find all of our recommendation, including Ouija 2. What's it called? Ouija Origins of Evil. <laughs> Origins of Evil. Uh, and Ford versus Ferrari. Um, probably not the best double feature. Definitely not, but both solid yeah. picks. So, But solid solid product movies. That's awesome. Um, it's weird. It's like, ooh, did the product movies sneak up through the horror genre, for, through other genres? Dude. I, I want to go like write a paper. Um, <laughs> not write a paper, but you know what I mean. Write a blog post. Yeah, there you go. Yeah. Um, all right. I guess that'll do it. Yeah. Um, <laughs> Ooh, we've been going here we have been uh, so we'll let you go yeah we'll stop um all right uh josh you want to take us out i do um end of pod <laughs>